pulse. And it's Friday, so that means it's all about your hot takes, and maybe a few of mine. So before we jump into this, I want to let you guys know that if you are interested in some of the one-shot energy chews that you probably see me talking about on TikTok or YouTube, they're one of my sponsors. So if you use coupon code N64JOSH, you can save 10% at checkout. And uh, I highly recommend these things. One, I don't recommend anything I don't use myself. I just tried the mango orange. They are delicious. Really, really liked them. And uh, all the flavors are are stellar. But the mango orange and then the lemon lime are my are my top two. And then the blue raspberry is my third as far as the energy chews go. Now, they just introduced voice drops as well. And that is for podcasters, streamers, singers. If you just need something to kind of, you know, improve your, uh, your, your, your throat health, or maybe you're, you know, don't want your voice going out while you're, uh, while you're performing or, or doing shows, whatever the case may be, these are for you. Check them out. They just launched and, uh, I got a uh, crawler and I got to have them at TwitchCon when they were, they were just, they were just starting to announce these things. Well, they're finally out in stores and, uh, I've, I, I, before I start recording, I always take, uh, I've been taking one of these, one of these things and they help quite a bit. So again, one shot energy.com one shot energy.com coupon code N six, four Josh. Now. Hi, I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created pretty litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get into these takes. So I put out some short form videos like TikTok, um, YouTube shorts, that kind of thing. They go everywhere, right? And so I have, I have hot takes from all over the internet. And uh, some of them hotter than others. Some of them not as hot. Some of them are like, you could tell they're coming right at me. They're, they're coming for me. So, and that's fine. That's the whole purpose of this player pulse. Like we're going to do, we're going to do at least one topic a week that everybody can discuss, but then I want your hot takes. If you think, you know, the Wii U was the best system that Nintendo ever made, and you've got some uh, strong opinions about it, share that kind of stuff. If you think Nintendo should go strictly, you know, strictly, uh, become a third party for, for Xbox and PlayStation. I want to hear it. Like, I want to hear it all. Give me your, give me your, your opinions. I'm going to, I'm going to 
re reply, respond, react, all the above right here on these episodes. And they're, they're going to be fun. So there, there's some milder ones that came in from, from TikTok. One was that I think Mario Party 9 or Mario Party 10 is better than Mario Party 9. Now I had to go and look up the, uh, I had to go and look up like the box art for Mario party 10 and stuff, because I'm like, I don't even know if I played this. I, I think I did, but I don't, I don't remember for sure. Right. So I'm going to take a look at a couple of the maps here. Yeah. I just, I, I don't even know. I don't even know if it's in my collection. I'd have to go. I'd have to go and look. I know, I know for sure that I played Mario party nine where you were, where everybody was in the car. And to be perfectly honest, not my favorite, right? Mario Party Superstar, when you got to go down the, like, do the raft adventure, I enjoyed that. I thought that was actually pretty good. But I thought being in the car was like, this is kind of lame, where everybody's in the same car. I don't know. It didn't do too much for me, honestly. And, uh, may, you know, maybe maybe it did for, for some people, but it, it really didn't do it for me. And uh, so I just thought that was, a, that was kind of a, you know, one of the, one of the first takes that, that I saw as the, as the comments started coming in. Who's Kyle, you guys? Who's Kyle? He's he's bringing the he's bringing the hot takes that he always likes to bring and that is that Mario Galaxy is better than Galaxy 2. So him and I disagree on this. I think 2 is better because the the to traverse the worlds was less confusing. Like you didn't have to go into different areas on the map and wonder if you had been there and hadn't been there. And, and when I'd gone back to one, it wasn't as bad as I kind of had remembered. You know how that goes when you, when you go back to older games and maybe you remember them one way, but they're actually a little bit different. I think the most important thing to say for this argument is that both of the games are absolutely stellar 10 out of 10 amazing and that's the first thing of note that they are, they are incredible games. For me, it boils down to Yoshi. A lot of it is Yoshi. I Yoshi is nostalgic for me because of super Mario world. So, so I will always, I will always argue that super Mario galaxy two is better than one, but I wanted to, I wanted to open up. I typed it in, I typed it in on Google and it brought me over to our Nintendo on, on, uh, on Reddit. And I wanted to see there, there's a, there's a discussion over there and it's from eight years ago, but I just wanted to get, you know, get some, some other opinions here. So the, it starts off, it says there seems to be a common opinion that super Mario galaxy two is superior to its predecessor due to the increasingly creative level design and, uh, of the courses that they're uh, supposedly possess more variety. However, it is my opinion that the original is far superior simply uh, for its incredible story and central hub. And I think the story sets the tone for a more intriguing adventure quest. Does anyone agree? And I, I get that argument. I hear that argument. I get it. I don't remember playing galaxy all that much for the story. I don't think it was like something that really pulled me in or really grabbed me all that much. It was the gameplay. It was, it was watching Mario run around on, on the planets and just do the, like some of the power-ups and just like just how cool everything was like it it just felt very very nintendo right um two just made it better in my opinion it's not you know it's sometimes in when it comes to games that is the case the the sequels are better not always not always but for me two is always gonna be better but i'm gonna look at the some of the comments here it says um both both equal first goes um the first gets my vote 
for being the original and most groundbreaking for its time, also has a better hub. The second one has a surprising amount of newness and introduces Yoshi. Both are must own for Wii owners. Thousand percent agree. I would agree, but Galaxy's weightier narrative elements and better atmosphere put it over the edge for me. Plus, uh, Bowie Base is one of my favorite levels ever. So that's pretty cool. You know, there's, uh, there, there's, it's not that there's any bad arguments here. Like, I, I think this is one that really just boils down to uh, probably a, a little bit of nostalgia. Also, just you know what what really pulled you in about each of those games. If you're like me, and you know when when a new, I'm I'm probably a little bit maybe I'm a little bit strange, but when it comes to Mario games, there's I'm not really playing them for the story, right? And when a new character comes along, usually they're a one and done, like the Brutals and Odyssey or something. I wasn't even sure if Rosalina was going to be somebody we would ever see again. So I'm like, why get invested in this character? And, uh, uh, you know, lo and behold, thankfully, she's a regular part of the universe now. And I need to go back and play it again. Who knows? Maybe that'll be on my on my bucket list this year is to play one and two again and see which one which one I prefer. Who knows? So, um, and one more, one more comment from the Reddit here, the subreddit says the gameplay of galaxy two is better and more refined, but the first one was more innovative and atmospheric. So there you go. There's great arguments for both on this one. So it's a hard, it's hard to like really have a, you know, a, a, a real, like a real hard stance on it. There's not like, it's not like looking at super Mario brothers one versus super Mario brothers two, where it's like, well, I mean, really Mario one is probably better than two because it plays like a traditional Mario game where you stomp on enemies and, you know, play the play Mario the way it's supposed to be played. I know it's the first game, but I mean, when you look at three, it's like, Oh, not many elements from two came over. Cause two wasn't even technically a Mario game. It was Doki Doki panic. So I could see, I could see differences there between galaxy one and two. Eh, it's a, it's a little tougher to differentiate between, between both those games. Cause they're both, they're both so good. Now let's, let's head over. Let's head over to X. Shall we? Because, uh, we got, we got, we got some hot takes over here. Um, first up, first up, my boy, JG, okay, Circus JDG came out and said, Mario Kart is overrated. Yes, it's fun, but after a bit, eh. What? What? Have a conversation with my thousand hours between the Wii U and the Switch and tell me, and tell me it's overrated. Are you kidding me? Tell me the game. That is the most bought on the switch is overrated. I think what you're trying to tell me here, and this is all in good fun, is that you're bad at Mario Kart. That's all I'm hearing. That's all I'm hearing from that sentence is that you're bad at Mario Kart. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's, <laughs> that's all I'm hearing. If, uh, if you think Mario Kart is overrated, you might be bad at it. I don't know. I don't know. Again, we're all about the hot takes today. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a few out, you know, here and there, Jimmy Pike, long time, long time. Part of the community, Jimmy Pike, I think my first moderator in discord says, Diddy Kark, Diddy Kong racing was superior to Mario Kart 64. This is a, this is a, this is a, 
This is a take I'm used to hearing. I enjoy Diddy Kong Racing. I do think it is a it is a good game. I do not I do not for a second think it is a bad game. Do I think it's better than Mario Kart 64? I'm the only reason I'm going to say no is because for me, I put way more hours into 64 Mario Kart 64 than I did a Diddy Kong. Did that mean it wasn't fun? No, the single player having like an adventure mode and boss fights, all that kind of stuff. I thought that was great. Like I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Mario Kart DS took, took some, uh, took some pages, you know, from, uh, from that playbook. And I, I thought it worked well, but for me, other than like the, the battle mode, this is what I'll say. Battle mode in Diddy Kong for me was a little bit more fun with planes and the hover, uh, the hovercraft, but the racing, I don't think could touch Mario Kart 64. I just felt like it was overall tighter and more precise and more fun. But I can see the argument on both for both. Okay. Captain Logan, long time, long time listener and, and sometimes co-host of NPC. Switched. This is all he says. Switch to 1440p 60 FPS docked eight, uh, uh, 880p, um, 60 FPS handheld. That's his hot take right there. The rumors, the rumors are you know, that we're going to have a, a 4k switch and that part of their marketing is going to be, you want 4k? Okay. Supposedly, supposedly that's going to be, that's going to be part of the marketing. Again, is it true? We don't know if the switch was only that, if it was only 1440 P and uh 1080 at 60 FPS, I'm, I'm here for it. I, uh, that ain't, I mean, I don't like I'll still hook it up to my uh, M classic more than likely and let it up, up res to 4k for me. And I'll be, I'll be just fine. I'll be just fine. I'm just fine with the switch. I play Mario Kart. I play Nintendo games that they know how to, they know how to develop for their own systems. Do I want to see some, some more like stellar third party uh, games make their way to the next Nintendo console? Absolutely. I do. 100% absolutely I do. So, you know, hopefully with those specs and, uh, you know, hopefully enough Ram and, and everything else it would need, the switch will be able to run some third parties relatively smooth as well. Cause that's, that, that's kind of a, it's not like a deal breaker, but I feel like for the, you know, single console homes where the, if you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. The, the Switch is the single console? You want, you, you want to be able to have have a uh, an extensive library not just not just first party so hopefully it's it's powerful enough that that we get we can get that as well 
This is, I love this Twitter account. It's wave race 64 official. And here's you you can, you can only guess. Okay. Wave race IP deserves another remake remaster outing. Nintendo knows it. The world knows it and the world deserves it with a wave emoji. And it says, but not based on blue storm because that was crap. Whoa, whoa. So many, so many hot takes right here. Like, <laughs> like could a, could a, could a race, could a, a jet ski game survive in the, in the modern world? Would, would people be interested in something like that? I feel like it would, if for it to work, it would need to be relatively fleshed out and it would need to be called Mario wave race. And it would expand the, the Mario Kart series into jet skis also to have its own, to have its own brand. I don't think, I don't think personally that that wave race would, would do so well in the, the modern era. I just, I, I, I don't, I, I think that's why we're not seeing anything anything else from it and uh you know maybe have an indie studio take something like that maybe a you know nintendo extreme sports where wave race and and uh 1080 maybe there's some another another uh excite bike maybe they could put those three together but again i think they win in that scenario by putting the mario uh the mario name to it probably not what wave race 64 official wants to hear but that's that's what I think would be best for those uh, those genres going going forward. I think so. Okay, last up here. That was that was Twitter. Now I'm heading over into the Discord, guys. There is a there is a spot in Discord that says Players Pulse. Okay, it is underneath the podcast section. It says Players Pulse. This is for you. This is where you can leave these hot takes. I'm gonna bounce between my video comments. And, uh, and, and the discord. So wherever you want to put your, your hot takes, that's up to you. It's n64josh.com slash discord. If you want to come and, uh, um, if you want to, if you want to leave your, your, your hot takes over here, this is a weekly show. Fridays are going to be about our hot takes. I'm still going to work to get the news out as well, but I think this is just kind of fun. I want to, I, I want to spice things up a little bit like, and, uh, and I think, I think doing something like this is going to really, really make that happen. So first up, we got, we got Nady Nay says Luigi's mansion is the best Mario game on the switch. Wow. As somebody who absolutely adores Odyssey, that, uh, that is, that's, hmm. That's that's interesting. <laughs> I don't even consider Luigi's Mansion in the same they're not the same genre. You basically have a, a what what do you even call I mean it's a it's a like a like a survival horror but I mean you know it's not really scary but it's it's more like an adventure game not an action game whereas like 3D Mario is uh, like Odyssey is a is an action event like that's just so str- that's such a strange that's such a strange take I know he's gonna listen to this and uh, and have something to say they're such di- they're such different games I think they're both I think they like that's one of those scenarios where I think they're both great is 
Is Luigi's Mansion the best Mario game? <sighs> there, there are some... Luigi's Mansion gets some major points for multiplayer. Wish it had more online multiplayer for the, uh, the offline multiplayer because the offline stuff is super fun. Eight players running around with the poltergust, like just so interesting. But you know what? I can tell you, I, I know what it is. I, I even saw, I saw Nate talking about it last night. He's burned out on the collectathon open world stuff. And I think that's what, um, I think that's why he prefers, uh, Luigi's Mansion. So I, I get it. I get it when you're, you know, I'm, I have Odyssey gameplay on right now. If you guys are just listening to the audio version and I'm just running around trying to, trying to collect moons. And, uh, again, I'm having a, I'm having a good time with it. I think it's fun, but it, it, it can, it can, it can get old, you know, no question there. It can get old. So, um, so I get it. Luigi's Mansion is the, is the best Mario game on the switch. Definitely a hot take. And, uh, Brian, comes back with the fact. He just says fact. Okay. And then Brian, of course, Wind Waker 2024 in the, in the discord right now says the switch is purely a handheld and it has no business pretending to be a home console. <laughs> so that is a very hot take. I love, I love the hybrid aspect of the switch. I think it is I think it's fantastic because I can capture gameplay. I can stream. I can play with the, with the community on stream. But I mean, I love winding down at night, getting ready to, to, to fall asleep, playing, playing my switch. I was playing Mario RPG last night, almost, almost through it. I, I love that they saw the, the strength in their handheld division and then leaned into it with the switch and made something that was, uh, um, uh, so, so, so successful that uh, we we get to see a nation of it and and hopefully hopefully does it does as well as uh, as this one did now there's a lot of people talking about it and how it probably won't a lot of even some some analysts are saying that there's a you know it's an unlikely chance that um that the next switch will outsell the the switch one and i think nintendo's going to go very hard with the current switch and uh potentially pushing some sales and trying to move um move that that hardware and even that software with uh with players choice games that will also you know they'll probably say works with switch 2 on the box and so we might see games like odyssey and uh just uh, you know we've, we've talked about if you guys have been listening to the show for a while like um a bunch of the games that are no, uh, no longer being printed. I think there's a very real possibility that the, the artwork on some of the boxes is going to say works on switch too. I, I think, I think that may be the case. So uh, do, do I com do I completely agree? No, no. I'm glad we don't just have the switch light and that Nintendo's not just a, not just a, um, a handheld, company that we still get to play on the TV because there's still some, there's still something magical. Like some of the most fun I've had on switch when we did the 400th episode of NPC and we were all together playing on, uh, doing like, you know, couch multiplayer, offline multiplayer. You can't, that doesn't happen without it being a console. So 
I guess depending on what you, you know, if you, let's say you're mainly a Pokemon fan and that's it, I could totally see just having a Switch Lite and only, only thinking about it as a, uh, as a, as a home console. And I will tell you that, or as a handheld console, but I will say this, I, I feel like I don't, I don't necessarily switch correctly. And what I mean by that is because I play with the M Classic, my Switch has always been up res to 4K. I've always played at 4K. I mean, well, my monitor, I have a 4K monitor that I used to play on, but it's not, um, it's not, uh, 60, is it not 60 or it's not 120, right? So, I mean, it would still work fine. It still worked fine for the switch. But, um, when I started playing with my series X, I wanted to, I wanted that faster frame rate. So uh, at that point, um, I started playing my switch at 2k because that's what the resolution of my monitor is still looks fantastic still very very happy with it so um yeah it, but again that doesn't happen right out of the box and i remember when i would i would like have a switch set up without the m classic it does not look nearly as good and so and so i get it that's why i say i i may not i may not switch correctly if you guys are getting what i'm saying so um there was a reply from armando in the uh uh in the discord it said tell that to my broken joy cons and so let's see. Oh, Nate's got some, Nate's got a few more, few more here. It says the switch only sold so many units because it was cheaper than the competition at the time. Ooh. Okay. So it's strictly based on, on price, not on the quality of, of software or anything like that, because I have, I have personal friends who had not bought a Nintendo console probably since the Wii, some of them, even the 64, that were like, yo, this switch is looking pretty good. And I think because it had enough buzz and enough people were uh, picking it up, talking about it, that kind of thing. It was, it was moving. It was, it was doing well before, before the pandemic, you know? And then he also says, speaking of the pandemic, animal crossing would have sold 15 million if it wasn't for COVID. And I think there's a, there's a chance. There's a chance that that, that may be the case. If everybody wasn't, you know, forced to uh, be at home with, with not a lot to do. Couldn't go to work. We were, we were kind of stuck. Animal crossing kind of gave us all a way of, uh, of, of, of escaping a little bit. So I get it. I, I get it. The game, the game may have inflated numbers due to the, due to the pandemic that could, that could, that could be a very real thing, but I will say this. I'm grateful for the numbers that it had because it means that Nintendo is going to be taking the, the franchise very serious. Not that they weren't taking it very serious before, but I believe that, that now there is a, a very, very healthy and very large community eagerly waiting for that, uh, for that next game. And I hope, I hope, Nintendo puts all the puts all the love into uh, into the next game in that series. But that is going to do it, you guys, for this player's pulse. Again, I want your the spiciest hot takes that you guys that you guys have something something rubs you the wrong way, something you don't like. Say it like share your opinion. It's a, it's a safe. Are we going to all agree? No. Does that mean we can't talk through it, like talk about it and still be friends at the end of the day? we absolutely can. That's, that's, that's what makes this fun. Like, you know, 
I've, I remember listening to podcasts where it was like the host would say something and I would be literally like, like yelling at them. Right. It makes it fun. It makes it a little more, more enjoyable. And so this is for you guys to have a voice really be heard. And, uh, I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. I'm going to get, uh, topics are going to be going out on, on Monday for uh, Wednesday's player pulse. And uh, so you guys can answer that question. The best place guys to have everything concise for me is going to be in discord, but I'm going to be promoting this with short form videos as much as I can just to continue getting more, more listeners, more people involved. And uh, before I go, I do want to shout out the dirt, which is the Mario Kart podcast. I'm recording episode four this weekend, which is all about the competitive side of Mario Kart and learning the terms. So I have a blog post going up on n64josh.com. We're going to be looking at those terms. And if you subscribe on Twitch, TikTok, if you're a member on YouTube, I am going to fire up the Patreon again for just $5. And that is going to put you in what's called the cart club, where we're going to be doing like roundtable discussions that I will be recording and put on uh, put on the podcast feed and on YouTube. And that is only for cart club members. So if you want to be a part of that, you want to get in on the, the Mario Kart scene, you're also going to have an exclusive um members only uh tournament that we're gonna that we that we'll be racing that um the tournament code is only only for cart members so um that again is tied to any of your subscriptions whether it be tiktok twitch a member on youtube or or patreon and they're not all set up yet but you can get in right now by subbing on twitch or on tiktok so thank you guys so much for for listening Y'all are amazing and bring those spicy takes because I want to I want to hear I want to hear from you. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye now.